Did you get your falsified documents at Sydney's House of Griff? Yes, but I got the secret documents. This proves everything. Hugo Chavez was working with the giant disembodied head of Bill Clinton. And then they were eating all of the... Uh-oh. Piano. Hey! Hello, friends, and uh, welcome in to this, the 165th edition of Fusebox spuriously entitled Fraudian Slip. And I'm your guilty but conducting my own investigation at the same time, really, I mean it, host, Mark Rose, and over there, a wash in the amber glow of twinkling LEDs is the uh, bamboozled by no one but always hustling for a better signal-to-noise ratio. (laughs) The Viscount of Volume. Milk Canes, everybody. Well, thank you kindly. Hey, man, we we almost didn't get to do this thing. (laughs) Yeah, that is absolutely correct. We, uh, like so many others around the the country, have been uh, plagued with random power outages, and, uh, boy, we had... A couple of nasty spells there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I remember calling you on uh, Sunday night, kind of checking in. And uh, Yeah, and I, by the way, I appreciate that, Mr. Keynes. I, I truly do. Well, I, I already know that when it snows, you, you can't get out of that driveway with the pitch it has. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we had about a foot or so of snow over the weekend, so uh, thought I'd better check in to see if you'd maybe, you know, hung yourself or maybe tried to eat the Japanese pocket squirrels, you know, just out of desperation. Heaven forfend, Mr. Keynes. This is clearly not an option. Although, you know, Milo has put on a pretty healthy winter bulk lately. Uh, aren't they fun? So, no, I, I, I was just checking if we were all uh, set to record this thing, and uh, glad I did. Yeah, smart and uh, thorough, Mr. Keynes. Yeah, I had uh, no power here. It uh, went off like uh, 5.30 or so on Sunday evening, and then uh, about two hours later it came back up for about an hour and then went out again for 19 hours. So... So you froze your ass off. Pretty much. I mean, it was like, uh, you know, 50 degrees in the house, but it felt like 20 degrees. There was a bit of a breeze out there, too, which uh, kept reminding me just how damn irritating this thing was. (laughs) Oh, I lucked out, bro. I don't know why. There were folks all around me that went dark, but the street I'm on and a few blocks either side, they were fine. Because, like you say... It was like 23 degrees out there. Yeah, evidently, uh, power lines were so covered in ice in some areas that uh, they just fell right over. Um, yeah, I, I, as a matter of fact, our buddy, uh, Jeff Pollard, he ha- didn't have power for three days. So, uh, you know, this is 
This is a mess. Uh, just another mess to have to deal with on top of all the other messes going on right now. Yeah, we're still lucky, though. There are parts of this country that are having one storm uh, after another hit them, and it's... Yeah, it's true. Uh, oh, and by the way, you know, um, our uh, fearless leader on this uh, channel here, and uh, just a prince of a guy, by the way, Frank Edward Nora, uh, every month or so hosts this thing called uh, Exit Ramp, which is a uh, kind of a free-for-all program uh, featuring program hosts and other other people as well, which uh, he then um, hosts on a, on a Zoom session and then later posts that audio-only portion on the uh, Overnightscape Underground channel, uh, which, by the way, can be found at onsug.com. Mm-hmm. And then just look for Exit Ramp. This one was called uh, Acid Wash, I think, yeah. Well, on that call, we had uh, folks from uh, England, Norway, Scotland, Wisconsin, New Jersey, and Texas. And, of course, yours truly here in uh, Oregon. Every one of these folks had some snow story to share. Uh, Texas, uh, too, uh, and uh, Chad, uh, who was on the call, is from Frisco, Texas. It wasn't quite as horrendous as it has become at that time, but it was getting there, and he had a bizarreness to uh, share as well. Well, I suppose it happens there on occasion, but uh, it's just not what you first think of weather-wise for Texas. No, no, you don't. So uh, the idea that every point of origin on that call was impacted by the same weather is, is kind of alarming, actually. Now, you were here in 2008, right? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was our our first, uh, or at least my first, massive dump of uh, snow. Uh, so many, many, many feet of snow that time. As a matter of fact, I couldn't see out of the window upstairs. Upstairs? Yeah, well, you see, that window has a little, like, a, a covered roof, just under it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it was piled all the way up from that secondary roof to the main roof line. It was like living in an igloo. So there you go. Some things are normalizing. Uh, how so? Well, we just spent four minutes on the weather. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take that as a good sign, as a very good sign. Yeah, it feels good. From the land of sky blue waters to you. The Fuseboxshow.com well, I, I suppose we should say something about this, uh, this recent historic second impeachment proceeding. Yeah, it was a turd circus. Well, yeah, and I got to say, I wasn't surprised by the outcome. Uh, that was almost a foregone conclusion. But there actually were some rather grand moments in that uh, proceeding. I thought the managers crushed it myself. Really did. Yeah, their presentations were outstanding. And frankly, how, how could it not be? We all witnessed that insurrection attempt uh, firsthand, pretty much, which is uh, quite rare for proceedings like this. Usually the uh, allegations and so forth are based upon events not usually out in the open like this. Yeah, nothing closed door about this mess. Even the Capitol door was forced open. Yeah, yeah. What I was glad about was uh, that at least all of the evidence and the, the, the support materials and all that stuff was read 
into and became part of now the congressional record. So it's there as part of a historical chronicle. Of course, also in there will be the ass clown defense attorneys. <laughs> One guy, he clearly didn't know what side he was on. Well, I think he was honestly blown away by the opening arguments from the House managers. I mean, he said as much. Of course, then, he also tried to put everyone in a coma by detailing for three hours how he organizes his manila envelopes. Yeah, it sure felt like it. That uh, Michael Van Underwear guy or <laughs> Vanderveen. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> he was like one of those guys who gets all wound up over something no one said. You know what? Mr. Mr. Keynes, that's a trend. Creating a false statement, then taking that false statement and parading it all over hell is uh, what's going on these days. Isn't that how we got here in the first place? Yeah, exactly. Voter fraud. Cannibal pedophiles from planet Nebulaxative 9. And by the way, did you know there are tiny aliens living in the dishwasher? And at night, when you're sleeping, they carefully sneak out of the dishwasher. And slide down the estranged and desiccated spaghetti tendril. And then commence to eat all your cereal. Is that where all my Weetabix went? See? We could just start a cult. Yeah. Call it Snoranon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they come out when you're sleeping, right? <laughs> well, I, you know what? I, I just hope we haven't created an inspiration for someone. <laughs> Seriously, though, the, the trend to make some outlandish claim then sell the hell out of it on these news shows is becoming a regular thing. Uh, defense attorney David Schoen is doing it with what he calls, quote, doctored images of the insurrection. Somehow he's claiming that photos used in the manager's presentation were altered. What? what? Is this more of their alternative facts? Well, yeah, kind of like that. Well, actually, you know what? It's, it's really all they had. I mean, they can only stand on process arguments and just hope the vote count goes the way we all pretty much knew it would anyway. Well, that, you know, that really was a bit interesting there. I mean, 57 to 43. If this had been like a uh, simple majority vote thing, the case would have been a slam dunk. Yeah, yeah. But as we know, in proceedings uh, such as this, even though they had more votes, they didn't have the uh, 67 votes they needed to convict here. I'll tell you another thing, too. If they had convicted this guy, he would have used that. He'd become a martyr. Well, there is that. In a way, he, he still could use the outcome uh, either way, you know, to wrap himself in the martyr thing. Well, of course, there are the state's legal challenges. Yep. A bunch of those pending. And one really interesting challenge from uh, Representative Benny Thompson from Mississippi he has uh, filed a lawsuit in uh, combination with the NAACP against former president, orange guy, Rudy Giuliani, and two far-right groups, the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers, 
for allegedly conspiring to incite the deadly violence on January 6th at the U.S. Capitol. Can he do that? Well, now here's the thing. It's uh, filed on the basis of a little-known, well, little-known anymore, I suppose, uh, violation stemming from the 1871 Ku Klux Klan Act by trying to uh, interfere in Congress certification of the Electoral College count. Apparently, this legislation uh, back in 1871 was part of a series of uh, enforcement acts at the time intended to protect the uh, enfranchisement of black citizens from violence and intimidation. Well, if the hood fits. (laughs) And I think we know it's a perfect fit. Saw what you did there. Yeah. You know, I think in time that reference will be lost to obscurity. Let's hope you're right. Well, you know, right here, this this is a bit of uh, icky news. Mark Zuckerberg is wearing the insect on the outside now? Uh, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, this comes from the, oh no, not another disgusting white guy trying to fondle people who don't want to be fondled department. John Weaver... The co-founder of the Lincoln Project, Uh, this is a PAC that has uh, done a lot of interesting anti-Republican ads coming from um, what is ostensibly a Republican group, I think. Uh, We even played one of their spots a few months back. Yeah, but you know, it it seems their uh, track record in turning actual votes didn't really work, according to the stats I saw. They were funny a lot of the time, though. Yeah, I've heard that, too. Yeah. Well, seems uh, Mr. Weaver is embroiled in a bunch of sexual harassment claims from both uh, current and uh, past members of the group. The allegations are so widespread now that uh, Steve Schmidt, the other co-founder, along with uh, several other core folks, have all resigned, leaving uh, the future of this uh, pack a little hazy (laughs) as the funding has also scooted out the cat door. I seem to remember reading that this guy had a reputation for this uh, going way back. But again, everybody just sort of clammed up and looked the other way. Yeah, how many times have we seen that? Yeah. Well, he did indeed have uh, the reputation for these shenanigans, and uh, this time it just uh, collapsed under its own ponderous and stunctious weight. Yeah, this is where that cancel culture thing becomes a double-edged sword. Yeah. I mean, hey, sometimes you do just need to be fucking canceled. If you're a creep like this who gets off on sleezing up guys who aren't interested and you hold a high position, whatever that might be, then, uh, yeah... You're out of here. And that is what seems to be happening here. Uh, as I mentioned before, this guy's rep goes uh, back a long, long while. And one thing is for sure, these days, eventually all the sordid little nasties you've been hiding in your woodshed are all coming out to say hi. And you know, there's just bound to be someone with a camera and an Insta tweet book account to share the joy with everybody. This is true. 
No word on uh, how they will endeavor to rebrand themselves to uh, get distance from this mess. Speaking of canceling folks, how about all the censoring going on with certain Republicans who voted to convict Trump? That and oh, and hey, did you did you happen to see this? The uh, the letter that uh, Representative Adam Kitzinger got from his family? Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I missed that one. Oh man, well. Uh, Representative uh, Kitzinger got a note from mom and evidently 11 family members detailing how horribly disappointed the whole family was, stating, quote, Oh my, what a disappointment you are to us and to God, end quote. Disappointed, of course, that he voted to convict the orange guy. It went on for two pages of crap like that. Oh, well, pardon me, Mom. I'm just trying to stay alive when the halls of Congress are filled with lunatics carrying baseball bats and tasers. We're just so shocked and saddened that you wouldn't support this racist cheeseball that I guess we're going to have to disown you. Really? Well, yeah. Yikes. You know, this this, this kind of family pressure. Now, if it were me and those uh, family members... We're pooting forth this kind of fetid cheese spread? Well, the holidays would have just gotten a whole lot simpler. You know, a lot quieter, too. Goodbye and good luck. Well, he's not the only one, either. Senators Burr and Cassidy were both censured, and it looks like they want to go after Romney, Collins, and Toomey, too. (laughs) Some kind of mutant brain fungus has obviously taken control of them. Defending this would-be despot is just unthinkable. Well, these idiots are doing a lot of thinking about it. Oh, and remember, uh, on March 4th, Trump gets back in, of course. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I've heard the uh, alternative facts about this. Uh, in case you're not aware, friends, uh, the uh, QAnon followers now believe, as the uh, same as the sovereign citizen movement does, uh, this is a group of people who believe they are not governed by the same laws as everyone else, like, you know, gravity. So, they believe that a law enacted in 1871, <laughs> there's that year again, secretly turned the U.S. into a corporation and did away with the American government of the Founding Fathers. QAnon followers believe that uh, Orange Guy will become the president of the original republic and not the corporation that they believe the 1871 Act created. Yeah, because that date would be March 4th. Christ on a cracker. I mean, what happens when that day comes and goes, as it, of course, will? Then, I'm sure they'll move it to the second April of the year, known as Ass Hatters Month. And, of course... Then, the lizard god and his minions will rise from the oceans of East Tuberia, bringing the plague of 10,000 rancid moon pies to the lands of the great unwashed. And lo, there shall come a stinking swell of maggonauts 
and infowarazoids, and they shall clatter about, and there will be much gnashing of teeth and Viking helmets, and it shall come to pass that there, lurking in the fecund sludge, the oozing froth from the toxic pool of Q, yes, there, there in the inky undulating blackness, they shall find the truth, the true word. And a bill for the damages to the capital. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, and with that bombastic and befuddling blandishment, we'll call it a show. But not before thanking our contributor to this edition of the program, Sam A. Mowry, for ID mentation of biblical proportions. Thanks, as always, to a guy who never flims when he could flam. The Emperor of EQ. Milk Canes for technical assistance and so forth and so on. A true slice. Oh, oh, oh and watch out for uh, falling casinos. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I forgot. The uh, Trump Casino has officially fallen to rubble by demolition crews. Took that piece of shit out in 20 seconds. Good thing, too, as it was uh, kind of flaking off and falling apart and hurting people for years. So, yeah, good riddance. Kind of poetic, isn't it? Usually, uh, would-be despots uh, that are once deposed have their uh, statues or their paintings destroyed or something. This guy... Well, we're just going to take his failed casino, which, by the way, he claimed as a big success during his campaign. (laughs) Is now, of course, uh, so much rubble. So it goes. And thanks to you, friends, for pushing play on this edition of the program. We do so much appreciate that. And as I uh, frequently suggest, please subscribe to this humble offering at wherever you have found it. Be it Apple Podcasts, Google or Amazon Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or the very luxurious OnSug itself at onsug.com makes receiving this show absolutely effortless. Well... There is some effort. I mean, you do have to push the play button, but you know what I mean. I have been your double dealing only because the cards are stuck together. No, really. Host, Mark Rose, saying, until our next cartoon. Fuse box.